Finances can be complicated, but they don't have to be. I break down financial topics that may seem complex and overwhelming, so you can start taking action on your financial goals. I'm Ari Talbot, and it all starts here on Personal Finance Redefined. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Hope you've been enjoying it so far. Please go ahead and rate that five stars and comment if you think it is worthy. Uh, I love helping as many people as I can, and that's the best way to do it. So I really appreciate it. Uh, The support's been absolutely awesome, and let's get right into the episode. So today's episode is all about mortgages, and I did a previous episode about should I rent or should I buy? If that's more of interest to you, go to that episode and then you can come back and listen to this episode. So that episode's all about whether or not you should rent or buy and the differences. This one's more so saying, okay, you've decided that you want to buy a home. You're ready for that. What kind of mortgage do I want? Do I want a 15-year mortgage? Do I want a 30-year mortgage? What kind of mortgage? So that's what today's episode is going to be all about. But once again, you can go back to the rent versus buy episode for that. But today's episode is really about once you've determined that you want to buy a house and renting is no longer for you or buying a home is what better fits your goal, that's when it's time to decide what type of mortgage is best for you. So how do you decide that? Well, let's determine what our options are. So a 15-year mortgage, that's designed to be fully paid off in 15 years versus a 30-year mortgage, which is obviously in 30 years. So what you need to know is the difference in rates. So the interest rate that you have to pay is going to be lower on a 15-year mortgage. And the reason is that it's lower is because it's going to be paid off faster. So it's going to be half as low as a 30-year mortgage. So over the course of the loan, you'll be paying a lot less in interest. And as we all know, the less interest, the better. But what comes with that? Well, now... That also means your monthly payment is going to be higher than if you had a 30-year mortgage. So just taking very, very simple numbers here and saying you bought a home for $1,000, and if you're able to find one, let me know because I'm ready to put a down payment on it. Um, Well, if you're ready to go ahead and do that and you've got a $1,000 home, well, you could say, you know what? I want a 15-year mortgage. I just want, I don't like debt. I want to get that off out of my head. I know financially it might be better to invest because I'm able to go ahead and make my money work for me and compound. But that's not the goal here. If your goal is I want to own a home, I it's less about the financial side and more on the emotional side and almost maximizing both. And everyone does that to a different degree. But are you more comfortable saying, yeah, I'm ready to pay for this $1,000 home. I'm ready to pay $100 a month for that home. And then in 15 years, I will have paid a lot less in interest, and now I fully own this home. Or do you say, you know what, instead of $100 a month in payments, what if I could pay $50 a month, half of the $100, have a 30-year mortgage? Yes, it's more over time, but you don't have to worry if, let's say, you lose a job. There's less worry along the way because you don't have as high of a monthly payment. So those numbers aren't very reflective if you were to obviously go buy a home. And so what you can do is just inflate that. Let's just say it's a million dollar home. Well, all of a sudden you're looking at mortgages and you're saying, well, I don't know what makes most sense for me. That's when you want to determine your income. Ask yourself, what am I paying rent for today? Let's say rent today is $1,500 a month. Are you comfortable with that? 
do you find that you're still able to easily meet not just living expenses, but you're able to do all the things that you like doing? Are you able to travel? Are you able to go play your sports? Are you able to not only have that financial side, but do you find you have enough time to do all of those things? Do you have to go back to work if just to meet those same expenses? So what you want to determine when you're looking at what mortgage is right for you is one, how comfortable are you with debt? Are you more comfortable having a 30-year mortgage where you say, you know what, I'm okay with that because I'm going to have a certain part of my my income that's going to go towards my investments. I want that to grow for my retirement, a large purchase, whatever that goal is. And then you say, you know what, with my other funds, that's going to go towards this 30-year mortgage. Or do you say, you know what, I'm more the person that I just don't like debt. I I, I just don't want to have it. Well, you can say, let me pay that down faster. I want to get that out of the way because it turns out retirement, although it's important, well, it's less important or whatever that means to you. Because when it comes to investing, and this isn't going to sound fun to hear, but the truth is there's just not a right or wrong. It's just what's best for you. I always tell everyone there's tons of amazing investment products out there. The, I mean, the world's done a great job of having tons of great investment options to choose from. But we don't care about that. We care about what's the right option for you because what's option that's going to be good for you, it's going to be different than me, it's going to be different than your neighbor. And so all we care about is what's the right investment tool to get you to where you want to go. So it's not really about the investment. It's not really about the 15-year versus 30-year mortgage. It's more about what lifestyle is going to make you most happy. Are you going to be happier with debt being paid off faster, or are you going to be happier having your investments work more for you, understanding that compounding is going to be working for you, understanding that you're going to be more diversified than if you are just making one large monthly payment? And then this is just to say, this is just a mortgage. I mean, there's people who say, you know what, I want to go buy a house in cash. Maybe a large windfall comes through, and a windfall is just a fancy word for large sum of money coming through all at once. Well, if someone in your family happens to pass away or you happen to win the lottery or whatever it is, that money comes through, you can say, you know what, I want to buy this home right now, all in cash. Well, great. But from a financial perspective, does it make more sense to put the down payment, do the minimum payment each month while allowing the rest of your money to be invested in a diversified portfolio? Well, yeah, it might make a whole lot more sense to do that from a financial perspective, but that's not what investing and that's not what finance is all about. Finance is about understanding your goals, your needs, what makes you most comfortable. So that was a little slight tangent from what it is we're talking about specifically, the mortgage and and how that comes down to it. But when people get a mortgage, or if you've heard of someone who recently got a mortgage, mortgage, it's generally going to be the 30-year fixed rate mortgage. That's the main path Americans take to become a homeowner. So a 30-year mortgage, more interest, lower monthly payments. 15-year mortgage, lower interest, higher monthly payments. So the first question to ask yourself, will you be able to comfortably afford a 30-year mortgage? If so, that's great. That's when you can ask yourself if you can afford a 15-year mortgage. So let's just say for simplicity purposes, the answer is also yes. You can afford a 15-year mortgage. 
the question at hand, once again, it's not whether or not you can afford one, but when you can't, but when can you afford one? And what do you have to do to continue to have that same lifestyle that you're living today and be able to make those payments? I'm not saying going back to work. I'm not saying having to get another job. I'm not asking, saying you have to go to your boss and ask for a raise. I'm more so asking with your current lifestyle today, are you comfortably meeting your needs? Do you find there's more income that's coming through every month that you're able to invest or that you're able to save for that home purchase? And when's that tipping point? It's hard to go out and buy a home if you haven't been assured by someone that you're in a position to do so. So oftentimes just going to a loan broker and getting a quote, whether or not you decide to act on it doesn't really matter. It's more so the confidence to tell you where you are at. So remember this, in a 30-year mortgage, the home buyer you, you're borrowing the same amount of money for the home for twice as long. So because it's twice as long, the main balance does not decline as fast as it would for a 15-year loan. Here's what that means in English. So if your interest rate is 4%, the borrower, that's you, you're going to pay almost 2.2 times more in interest to borrow that same amount of principal over 30 years compared to 15 years. So What are the advantages of a 30-year mortgage? Affordability. That lower payment, that's going to allow a borrower to buy more house. You can can get more home because you're not going to have to have as much to put in for that. So you're able to buy more house than you would be able to afford with a 15-year loan because that monthly payment would allow the borrower to take out a larger loan over 30 years. So having a lower monthly payment... That's with a 30-year mortgage that allows the borrower to build up savings and diversify and you can invest the funds elsewhere. So that's a little bit about a 15-year mortgage versus a 30-year mortgage. What should you choose? What should you think about? Please, please, please keep submitting these questions. I love them. This is the way I can really find out what it is you're hoping to get more information on and it's how I can help. So I will see you all next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let me know if there's anything in particular you would like me to discuss by submitting a question at personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.